This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Greg McBride of Allendale. And Greg, looking at the markets coming into this Monday after the overnight session, corn uh, took a little bit of a hit right before the close. What's going on heading into this Monday? Well, we know that uh, we have uh, we've really struggled with exports. We know that we're struggling with uh, with ethanol production, um, and you know, with the uh, the crude oil bouncing up, it's one of the reasons we saw a little bit of a bounce to start last night. But it, overall, we're going into this USDA report, which we're expecting to be bearish. So um, it's it's probably one of those things where we're kind of going to continue to uh, to uh, slide back to maybe the lower end of that recent range, which uh, puts us down to about. 635-ish, uh, maybe get down to 640, 645. And then uh, we'll we'll start to bounce back up. I don't think this means that the the, the top is in by any means. I just think we're still range-bound. It uh, doesn't give us a whole heck of a lot of uh, things to, to go off of here. We know that Argentina still has a, a drought in place, even if they are getting a little bit of rain, that's not fixing it. And then Brazil's uh, corn crop uh, is, uh, is still months away their their first crop is not the big one we're watching for the safrina crop we do know that they are priced uh, more competitively than we are uh so we are not going to see that chinese demand that uh, we would really like to see right now now you mentioned heading into the report that is expecting to be bearish obviously this is going to give us the final numbers from usda for the 2022 crop what are we expecting to see in your crystal ball um, I don't know that this this report really makes a difference. I thought we had the I thought we had the production uh, pretty well in line. I don't see any major changes unless they unless they increase us a little bit. But they were going into this uh, into this kind of uh, stagnant. It was up down, but it was all within a couple of uh, all within a, uh, about a bushel bushel and a half. So um, I don't think there's anything major that you change on production. It's going to be about the exports and the ethanol uh, numbers and ex. Exports we know are down, so we probably should be looking at about a 50 million bushel uh, change there. Uh, overall, maybe maybe we see a 70 to 75 million bushel uh, increase in ending stock. Not terrible, uh, just not uh, not the direction we'd like to see. Now, heading into this January report, I mean, not just into the report, but heading into January now, things obviously quieter for us, except for on the export side of things. You know, one thing we haven't talked about, though, much uh, in that export market is how things are looking. We had the train strike threat. I mean, that's been averted, but there's still things they want to work on. The Mississippi River water levels. I mean, how are things looking overall compared to where they were a month, month and a half ago? Well, we're still moving uh, moving grain, and that, that's that's the big thing. The, the big key right now is the, even with uh, all of our logistics concerns, I mean, I won't say problems because it, it's more concerns than anything. We're still moving uh, grain up and down, uh, up and down the rivers. We may be lighter, lighter uh, loads uh, along the way. Trains are still moving. We've uh, obviously, like you said, you, uh, you, we've averted that uh, for right now. Um, so I think we're still, we're still moving. We've still got the bean demand uh, that's, that's going very well. We are priced more competitively uh, than Brazil is currently. And that's, uh, that's a big deal. We know they're going to have a monster crop, but then I, I'm going to go right back to, uh, to Argentina. Argentina has that, uh, uh, has that drought and that's a big deal for soy meal. They're the biggest exporter of soy meal in the world. So if they're down, that that opens up things for us. Uh, uh, the ability to continue to crush uh, here gives us the uh, gives us a little bit of a competitive advantage. Uh, that we can still find uh, demand sources uh, that aren't necessarily traditional, like we uh, like we expect to see China here every day. We 
could be shipping meal to other countries. Now, looking on the livestock side of things, you know, cattle just was slow to develop over the week, and uh, and both cattle and hogs took it on the chin right at the end of the week there. I mean, what are we looking at going forward here for the next couple days and weeks on that side of the fence? Well, we're going to continue to watch weather. Obviously, we've seen warmer temperatures than uh, than normal across most of the U.S. for the last uh, couple of weeks. That looks to uh, continue. Yes, you're still going to get uh, maybe a, a rogue ice storm or some uh, some snow here and there. I know we saw some stuff going across uh, parts of Iowa and, and Minnesota uh, last week, but it, it's been warmer than uh, than normal. So that uh, still gives us uh, some optimism that we can still continue with the, the rate of gain and all that stuff. On the hog side of things, that means we're not going to see any slowdowns, which keeps uh, keeps uh, the production uh, moving. And that's something that we need to see. Now, the deferred contracts have held firm and made new contract highs within the last uh, three or four sessions, whereas the front month has continued to fall off. Um, I think for right now, that's con- that's going to be about the same. We're going to maybe find some support. We're filling some gaps on the uh, cattle side of things. Um, more sideways than anything uh, after making new contract highs uh, for uh, for those fat cattle, feeder cattle, again, uh, holding an uptrend. So overall, the meat complexes it still feel like there's still some upside here. We're holding some uptrends in the cattle. We've got some support levels that we're, are going to look like they're going to hold for right now on the uh, on the hogs. So um, for right now, everything still looks uh, rather positive in the uh, in the meat. Uh, and switching back to grains one more time, I know we talked about the exports to China and other countries, but what about domestic demand? I mean, biofuels, things like that. What are we looking at there? Well, that's going to be that's going to be the big key right now. Is is you know as we uh, as we continue to find reasons to uh, to to crush uh, for for soybeans, um, we know that there's this big push for renewable. Uh, diesel uh, and and that's going to continue to to move forward we've already heard that uh, some of the airlines are, are have their initiatives in place for the next five to ten years to increase the blend of uh, of uh, renewable diesel or soy diesel uh, into their uh, to their uh, fuel mix and that's going to continue to to help uh, push us along that's one of the things if you go back to where we had you know monster uh, monstrous numbers in the uh, in the corn uh, 15, 20 years ago, all of a sudden the ethanol uh, situation started to perk up. Well, we had to find a use for some of that stuff, so we started to uh, we started to cook uh, for for ethanol, and that's going to be the same thing with the uh, the soy. Is on the soy side, we're starting to see these numbers from Brazil that are monstrous. We have to find another way to use it. So those uh, those renewable fuels are a good way for us to uh, to find and use uh, use those soybeans. So I think that's going to continue to be a big deal. Um, obviously, EVs are a big deal uh, right now. But uh, I think the uh, the renewable fuels uh, is going to continue to be what pushes us along and, and holds prices uh, up a little bit. I don't think we're going to necessarily hold massively higher prices like we have the last couple of years, but it's going to at least keep a premium in these markets. All right, Greg. Well, if folks want to talk about some of the market strategies, how do they get in touch with you guys at Allendale? Give us a call at 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. All right, Greg. Thanks so much for the insight, and we'll hear from you again next week. Thank you, Dustin. 
That again was Greg McBride of Allendale. Let's look at the opening market numbers. March corn down one and three quarters at 652 and a quarter. December new crop unchanged at 591 even. March soybeans down a half at 1492 even. November new crop down four and a quarter at 1393 even. Soy meal down $6.50 at 471.10. Soy oil up 37 cents at 63.54. Chicago wheat up five and three quarters at 757 and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat up three and a half at 899 and a quarter. Kansas wheat up two and three quarters at 830 and three quarters. Oats for May are three and a quarter lower at 340 even. February live cattle 25 cents higher at 157.02. January feeders up a nickel at 182.75. Lean hogs up 12 cents at 80.40. Pork cutouts down 2 cents at 88.70. Class 3 milk up 8 cents at 19.39. Thanks again to Greg McBride of Allendale for joining us this morning on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. <music>